Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to... What is this called? I don't know. We didn't pick up a name for it yet. No, we haven't chosen a name. By the time you see this, there'll definitely be a name for it. It'll probably be above. So, welcome. Uh, my name is Almighty Byron, and this is... The Data Monster. Hello! Yes, my real name is actually Byron. His name is really Data Monster. Yes, my real, real-life name is Data Monster. His birth name is Data, and his last name was Monster. That's, yes. That's completely true. We both, this has been released. Complete true fact. This has been released on the Consulting Gallifreyans Tumblog. Well, I say Tumblog, it's more like a real site now. Hooray! Um, We both are two contributors to the site, along with... uh, you you probably know all this if you're yeah if you're probably it, if you're watching this you'll probably know who we are already but um, if not then welcome yes um we are also there with uh, two other people called Crowy Sherlockian and the Gallifreyan Asgardian yeah. something like that yeah they'll be in the description and yes this will still have a description because this will be Tumblr anyway um so I just wanted to say who we are in case. Uh, Give it a more of an expanded thing before we get into the first topic. I write a film review and television review column on Consulting Gallifreyans now called Ignorance and Bliss. And it's, well, it's relatively popular, like my English teacher likes that. <laughs> of all people, like, um, I, because I, there's a homework. And I decided, hmm, I know, I haven't really written anything, shall I just hand in one of my film reviews? And so I did. And she really liked it, like, when I asked... Is there anything you can add to it? She was, she, it, it took about a minute before she thought of something, like a, like a thing to add. Uh, I've since added that. I was, and do you want to know which one I handed in? I think you can probably guess. Food fight? Yeah. Food it fight. involves popping corn. <laughs> I'm going to pop your corn. <laughs> no. no. I'm just trying to think. Okay. So, so, yeah, that's who we are. There's not really much more. Um, Tom, I mean, the Data Monster runs a thing called the Data Monster on Tumblr. I do. Not um, very good. But it's check it out if it's you your really wish. I should design you a theme, I think. That's what I need yes, to do Yes, that would be great, because you're like... I am the CSS wizard. <laughs> I can magic up stuff in about two years. No, um, just trying to think. <laughs> uh, for background, uh, the reason we were also laughing is because Tom is also playing Armour 2 on his very, very... Just because I can, just... Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh no, don't worry. We don't have internet. Don't worry. No. Um, on his... Old family computer. Yay! <laughs> that's I would say it's not as bad as my family computer that we used to have before we all got laptops. <laughs> no, that was especially bad. <laughs> um, so what was I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, we even started and we've gone off topic. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> this is just what happens. Oh yeah, uh, he runs a Tumblog and just I think of other things to say about it. Um, oh yeah, uh, the Dota Monster. Now, on my website, you, I've already probably publicised the heck out of this by the time it gets to air, but I'm used to having it on my website saying, used to be my internet handle. That's because the Dota Monster, up until like, what, 2011, used to be my moniker on the internet. And, and it... I'm a thief. <laughs> I can't come up with anything original. I wouldn't say that. I would just say, I stopped using it, therefore it was cool to use it. Byron stopped using it, and then I couldn't think up anything original, so I thought, why not? Yeah, I mean, I I usually associate, when I look at my stuff, with a data monster added at the bottom. I really do shudder, because it's, <laughs> it's awful. Like, um, 
you'll actually I've probably post this in the description. I used to be a bit of almost well, a script kitty because I wasn't malicious or anything. But um I used to know C sharp as programming language. Very good programming language, very like Visual Basic, which is what I learn now. Um, I wrote a program in it called V8, which was, I didn't know the JavaScript engine for Google existed at the time, but it was basically like a text encryption tool. I don't know why I called it V8. I, think I, I used to watch a lot of Top Gear, I think. Was it the 8th version? No. No, V8 after the V8 engine. I used to watch a lot of Top Gear. Ah, fair enough. Um, so I released that, and I'm linking to this video in the description, by the way. That video, my voice is so high-pitched. But I can't actually do that voice now. It's really quite something. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I don't know. It's that specific kind of high-pitched voice that ten-year-olds can do. And but no one else. No. Oh, uh, for the record, we. Uh, I'm fourteen. You are nearly fourteen. Nearly fourteen. I suck. I suck at life. Yes, I was born in ninety-nine. He was born in two thousand. Yay. <laughs> um, I'm currently. We're both in year nine. Our, uh, our senior secondary school. I'm currently doing a computing GCSE a bit early. Yeah, you're doing it one year early, aren't you? Yes, I took the course this year instead of next year. Mainly because I don't really. Uh, I've, I've got I've got the other other dorky subjects like statistics and economics on my options, but I am quite good at computers, shall we say, without being too unmodest, immodest, whatever. So, yeah, I think that's enough of an introduction considering we've been bobbling on about our achievements for about seven minutes. So, should we move on to the first topic? Sure. Okay, so, um, I'm guessing you're a gamer, aren't you, when you're playing Armour 2 right now? He's in a tank. I'm not doing what? <laughs> you, well, you, you, I would consider you play a lot of video games like yeah, me. I, yeah. So, I'm guessing you're probably aware of Steam and Steam Greenlight. Of course, I'm playing it on Steam, so... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, so I'm guessing you're aware of Steam Greenlight. Yes. Uh, for those who aren't aware, there's probably quite a few of you, because this is, you know, not on a specific gaming type thing. Steam Greenlight is for... is basically where people like me, indie developers, can upload their games for 70... Is it? 100 bucks? Um, 70 pounds for us, because we're British people. Hooray! We drink loads of tea, actually, we're not drinking tea, we're drinking lemonade. Um, <laughs> same thing. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Um, Steam Greenlight is basically... It's like a submission system that Steam now has. And it has its upsides, and it has its massive flaws, because people can really fake things up. Um, a good example of this is Earth Year 2066. And Which I haven't heard of, and apparently is absolutely horrible. So <laughs> yes. I'm excited to find out what this is about. Yes, he's never seen this game before. I haven't... I haven't bought it because it's like, well, I should remind you, this is fourteen ninety nine on Steam. Okay. Right. Okay. So fourteen ninety nine. Uh, it's more expensive than Portal, and I think cost me Portal two. Definitely more expensive than most Valve games. Okay. Definitely more expensive than Gary's mod because I remember that. Yeah, Gary's mod's like the best, nice and affordable game. Um, now I'm just going to show you some screenshots. Uh, I should remind you, this is uh, the early access thing. This is, early access is one of the worst things that Steam has done recently, I'd say, because it just allows people to make, start making games, and then... Just not finish them. Yeah. Uh, basically, just, I'll think of an analogy later on, I'll wax poetically a bit later on. <laughs> um, so, here we've got, I'm just, I've, the picture's probably going to be in the description. This is the first picture. Now this is, um, this is enough year 26. 
Would you say that looks good? Because I'd say that looks alright. Yeah, it doesn't look that bad. It looks a bit like Fallout, just with less yeah. stuff. Uh, I'm just going to show you the second picture. Um, all of these pictures, as I said, are in the description. How about this? Do you think that looks alright? Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. No, that doesn't look too bad. So, currently... The graphics look, look alright. Yeah. Um, so, let's just get up a video of this. Um, Ooh. Yes. Um, I'm not going to use um, Jim Sterling's video because um, I get the feeling I would probably be told off by most of the internet. <laughs> Jim Sterling's brilliant, by the way. He's not my... He's, he, I, he's, he's at least 20,000 times more famous than us. Everyone is 20,000 times more famous than us, Byron. Nice. Right, right now... Right now, Consulting Gallifreyans is at the bottom of the internet fame roster. So, right. So, this is, um, shall we... God, that is, um... Oh, you can't really see what's going on in that video. Hang on. Technical intermission, whilst we get more, better videos up and running. So, this is the early access. This is the main menu. That looks alright. Um, if you just skip forward a bit. Hang on, I'm just gonna... Full screen. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so... Okay, that's a really good menu. That doesn't look too bad, no. Okay, that looks alright, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't look too bad for an early access game. Uh, let's just skip ahead. It gets far, far worse. Uh, I should mention, um, most of these assets aren't made by the game developers. They're just found on forum. Yeah, this game is pretty glitchy and makes little... Okay, so for an early access game, it looks all right. Mm. Do you think it's worth fourteen ninety nine? No, definitely <laughs> not. Okay, so that's the thing I needed to make clear there because it, it almost sounded like we were praising the game, which we aren't really. Early access is really something that people shouldn't get used to, in my opinion, unless it's free. Yeah, a if lot it's... of early access games should definitely be free because. You end up picking something up for early access that looks good and it ends up just being a pile of poop. Yes, and that's definitely what happened here, but this is only one slice of the cake that is Earth Year 2066. You see, um, the creator of the game, Steam username Muxwell, uh, that's the user, that's the developer who created this game. Well, um, he's done some really, really stupid things on the Steam forums. What he's decided to do is, to put it simply, basically, he has blocked anyone who disagrees with him, and he disagrees with his opinions on the game. So, um, in other words, he's just able to police the forums and just just remove anything that he doesn't like. Which is, this isn't the first time it's happened. This happened with a game called infestation survivor stories sounds like a great guy um not the same developer by the way yeah um earth year 2066 could an alright idea um it looks relatively alright but then we start to get to things where he starts denying things and policing his forums because it turns out most of the stuff that we praised about the game are things he wasn't putting in there himself most of the models come from like standard unity asset groups and things right uh which were like free things you can just download anyone can use in their game um the cover photo that they used for their game i think they no longer use it but the game the photo cover they used a couple of days ago was actually a picture taken 
from a real photographer without his permission. And just had um, a Earth Year 2066 applied in MS Paint. Really? Yes, really. Wow. I think it's actually on the main menu. What a lovely guy. Yeah, it's that picture. That picture there um, was created by a real photographer. I'll credit him in the credits. Um, that was a real picture. And so he just put something in MS Paint. And I think it might have been Microsoft Word or something. Uh, wow. So he copied someone else's work. And it was, I believe it was actually even on the BBC News website, this picture. So how we thought it was going to get away with that is definitely beyond me. Um, exactly. Uh, so yeah, Earth Year 2066 is definitely something you shouldn't buy unless you're direct. Because a similar thing happened to Day One's Gary's Instant. Um, that was, oh, I remember that one. Yes, yeah. you remember that one. Um, basically, he decided to start... Uh, the developers decided to start blocking people's negative opinions. And that happened a, m- a couple of months later with a game called, what was it called? It's called Guys of the Wolf or something. Don't remember that one, no. No, that one was a bit less low profile. That's kind of like um, the original film and a direct DVD sequel type thing. Like with, um, have you seen Donnie Darko before? I have. That's yes. one of my favourite films. Yeah, um, there's a direct DVD sequel of that that about oh, two yeah. people have seen. <laughs> Um, Actually, I should think it's on Netflix. Oh, is it? Oh, I, to... oh, I haven't seen it. I wants to see it because I've not seen it. Apparently, it's awful. It's a brilliant movie. Go watch it. No, I mean the sequel. Oh, I've right. seen the original. It's very good. Tears of Fears. The original is brilliant. So, um, yeah. So yeah, Earth twenty sixty six. Don't buy unless you like strange community support managers. So, the next topic we have to talk about. So, um, television and film. Apparently, I hear you watched Fargo. Is it any good? Yes. Have you seen it? No, I have not seen it. Oh, cause... it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's got um, Martin Freeman stars in it. Oh. Or John Watson dialogue, which yeah. is just. Yeah. We had special this on the. No, I know, but it's based off a film. Uh, the Coen Brothers of all people. No, I already knew that. Right. I'm just having things open in two tabs. So yeah, apparently it's really good. Um, I haven't seen it yet because I'm a bit late to watching television programs as per usual. Is it uh, definitely worth me watching? Yes, it's definitely worth your time. Although, um, Martin Freeman sounds a bit odd with a Canadian accent. He plays... Oh, is it a Canadian thing? Uh, uh yes. Alright, oh, um... Well, I, I think it's in Minnesota or somewhere like that. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. So, um... Right, I'm just going to get some classification information up, as per usual. This is what I do when I research films. Usually when I'm researching a film... I will end up getting the, um, cargo, no, cargo, no, usually I, the BBFC rate everyone that comes into this country, so I usually get the information from here, okay, right, I so, would, I would be talking about what was happening, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, hmm. so basically just go and watch it on, on demand or something. Yeah, um, is it on, it's not on Netflix, is it? Uh, not yet, no, no. I mean, it's... Only, it only came out a few weeks ago, so yeah, would so, be on Netflix. No, but um, what was I gonna say? Um, so is it a, is it worth me watching, or should I? Yes, it's. Or should I'm, I wait it's, until it's pretty definitely worth your time. Oh, good. Um, it's very good. That's always good to know that something's worth my time. <laughs> no, it, it did look good because I keep because for a couple of weeks I kept seeing um adverts 
for Fargo when I was um, on the internet. Just clicking things. So. <laughs> internet? Yes, the internet. Wow. The internet is like the place where things happen. Wow. No. Really? Um, yeah, I noticed a few adverts for it on the internet. On yeah, I think it's. Is it on E4? Or is it on, or is it on Channel 4? Or more 4? Oh, God, I can't remember. It's on one of the 4s. It's on a four. I'm gonna call. I, I'm. I would call it a rude name, but I'm not going to. Um, it could be children watching. Yes, I could be children watching. <laughs> um. So we're gonna say, yeah. I definitely need to catch up with that. Um, it is based on a film. The film I just looked up is an eighteen. So let's. Moving on. <laughs> um, on the list. Okay, so, consulting Gallifreyans. Um, I've mentioned that already, but um, we were going to talk about how the first week of that has gone. Um, but I'd say that's gone pretty well. Would you? Yes, we've gone quite well. Yeah, we've gone from really bland, boring Tumblr to quite in quite right Tumblr theme that I've coded with articles, actually. Mm. I know, I know. Well, this is going to be the first podcast, and so I hope we'll probably do some more as well. I have a feeling we'll get some followers. I got a feeling. But I hate this song. I can't sing for crap. Yes, so that's that. So recently, me and uh, moving on to the next topic I've just thought of, recently me, Tom, and the Gallifreyan Asgardian went to town. Yay! And we went to Fidden Planet. Yay! And we went to a place called Wagamama, which is mm. like this. It's difficult. Um, it's Japanese food. It's actually really nice, but portions yeah, it's are massive. surprisingly nice. But With, yeah, eight eight seventy five eight hundred grams sounds good on paper, but it's way way too much for you know. I mean, by too much, I mean too much to eat, not too much to pay. Um, it was quite expensive. Though. Oh, it was quite expensive. Uh, we had chili chicken ramen, even though we asked for chicken ramen. I get the feeling that man just adds chili to the end of things. Pretty much, yeah. I uh, that water was particularly spicy. Hmm. Very. Indubitably. Um. So yeah, that was interesting. Um, and then we went back, and I've up until Sunday had never seen any of the Cornetto trilogy. Um, which is like the Gallifrey and Asgardian's like big thing that she talks about. It, it, yeah, she talks about it quite a bit. Um, I feel bad for not watching it sooner because it is brilliant. Um, if you're unaware of the Cornetto trilogy, it's so, um, the Man from Space and oh, the Man from Space. Do you mean Simon Pegg? Yes, Simon. Simon, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. It's all three of their movies. Which well, currently. Which is Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World End. Sorry, I refer to him from, as the man from Space because he's the man from Space. Well, that's not his name, is it? Yes, it's his birth name. As soon as he started in No, he's the main character in Space. Um, it's very good. Have you seen Space? Um, I don't think I have, no. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, that's one of my kind of programmes. That's, that's up there with Father Ted and The Day Today. They're like my three good comedy programmes that Britain has made. Oh, and the thick of it is pretty good as well. Anyway, what were we talking about? Yeah, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Um, well, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and that's it, because uh, we didn't get time to watch The World's End. Well, uh, we sort of got halfway through Hot Fuzz, though. I, you finished it on for didn't you? Yeah, I finished it myself. Uh, borrowing it off you after you finished it. Um, so I just wanted to go through both of them. Um, 
Tom, you've seen Shaun of the Dead countless times. Twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I counted. Count. You've seen it counted times. Um, out of ten. Eight and a half, nine. I'd possibly it's give it... It's a brilliant movie. Yes, it is. I'd give it a nine. I'd it's say. incredibly funny. Yeah. Or, well, actually, I think I'd give it an eight, because I gave... Well, I'm giving the next film we're talking about after this a nine. Um, also, that also, that next film will also be a film, Ignorance and Bliss review, probably when after this is released. Um, Shaun of the Dead is very good, yeah, if you've not seen it. Um, probably a lot of maybe a few American people haven't seen it most British people must have seen it um, I'm possibly the last person alive in Britain who hasn't seen it I think well, what's this? Shaun of the Dead Shaun of the Dead you've seen it now though yeah I have seen it so I am no longer the last person to see Shaun of the Dead hmm. well done now I don't know why I didn't watch it before I just I think for a long time I was quite stubborn for watching new films and television actually um, yeah, anyway, very good. Um, favourite bit? Favourite bit? I don't think I have a favourite bit. Uh, I kind of do, but I should warn you, if you do not want the film spo- one of the best bits of the film spoiled, just take your headphones off and run away for about ten seconds. Okay, right, are you sure? Right, you gone? I, yeah, I you like gone? the bit where Bernard from Black Books gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> No, that bit where he gets completely torn apart and he's like, I'll save you. And then he's just like... beating at them with a leg. But it's one of, I would actually say for a film that gets quite gut wrenching by that point, um, is hilarious and it's uh, completely worth Yeah, it's really funny. It's a really good film. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Yes, um, there's quite a few bits of contrast that I thought were quite effective, you know, in my artsy ways. Uh, the bit at the beginning where he leaves the house and it's all and both days are almost identical. Yeah, it's quite That's a really funny. good move. Right, I think everyone who's um don't want the film spoiled is probably back yet. So hello, hello, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. We aren't going to spoil any more films. Well, until we get to the next few. So I'm going to move on to the film that Tom hasn't seen, but I want him to see now because it is really, really good. Office Space. Now, you haven't seen this film, have you? I haven't even heard of it, so... Well, I'll just give you some background. Um, for This is the thing, that's going to be getting ignorance and blessed review in a couple of days. Um, have you seen Beavis and Butthead before? Yes, I've seen a couple. Have you yes. seen King of the Hill before? Um, no. Okay. Well, the man who made Beavis and Butthead um, created a show called King of the Hill, which is like my favourite animated programme. And then in 1999, he created a full-length motion picture called Office Space, which is like a deep, dark satire-type thing about um, 90s tech startups. It's hilarious from beginning to end, and I really enjoyed it. And that film was getting a solid 9 out of 10. Yay. Um, I want you to see it. Mainly, I don't know if... You probably will like it. You'll probably find it very funny like me. You probably won't enjoy it as much, though. I don't. I don't know. You might do. I think you probably will. Like that, <sighs> to be honest. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of. I think one thing that might be a bit of a detractor, and this is definitely a detractor for me, is the heavy amount of rap music. <laughs> I'm not joking. There's a lot uh, too much rap music in it. I'm not a rap person, as you can tell. Yeah, I hate it too. Yeah. Um, 
But this is surprisingly all right. Like, because uh, I can stomach when people play um, is it, um, video games with rapping, but I, I usually I find them really just obnoxious and annoying. Um, as you can see, uh, um, there's probably all right rap here and that. Who am I kidding? That doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Not a big fan of rap, um, but then this film is actually really quite good, and my favourite scene involves good use of rap music. Like, um, there's a bit where they... Uh, oh, um, if you don't want the best bit of the film spoiled, look away now. Oh, no. Do you mind if I tell you? Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay. Um, well, basically, and this is... Uh, I think this is even parodied in that awful programme made by Seth MacFarlane, Family Guy. Um, sorry. If you like Family Guy. Sorry. I don't really watch it at all. Good. Um, there's a bit where they um, smash up a printer. So they bring a printer to a field and they just destroy it, and it's absolutely hilarious. That's back to hardcore profanity lane and gangster rap. And I thought that was hilarious, to be honest. So I'd say it gets away with it quite easily. Um, also, uh, I'm just trying to think of the characters. The characters are also very good in that film. They feel like real people that could exist and have awful, awful jobs. <laughs> so, just straight by Armour 2. Um, basically, he's playing as a man... <laughs> playing with a man. Yeah, he's playing as a man with a man, which is creepy. Not well, it's more creepy because of the fact that the hand modeling thing glitched out, not the other thing. So, um, so yeah, Office Space is a really good film. I think you would enjoy it. There's definitely characters you'll know who exist, even though well, because there's characters that are very like some teachers I've had. Um, there's a character in it called Bill Lumberg. Who um, I won't impersonate. I'll just show you. I, well, there's a there's a link to a bit of the film. Basically, he keeps asking for this thing called a TPS report, which is completely meaningless, and he would have no need for. Um, but it's the way he delivers it is really funny. He's like, "Yeah, hi, it's Bill Lumberg here." Um, uh, he keeps waffling and starting and stopping, and he's he's such a pain in the backside, and it's really funny. Um, it's quite a tense film. Um, I'd say it's possibly my... Because oh, I just... It's so good, I bought it on DVD. Wow. Yeah, I rarely buy things. I usually that's, just... I get things on Amazon Instant Video or try and see if it's on YouTube. Nope, I bought this film. Well done. Um, I bought the DVD. I would have brought my the DVD box with me because there's some really hilarious things on the box because this is an old... This DVD is like 11 years old. So it has such gems as special features being things like scene selection and um, interactive menus. Well, duh. I think a prerequisite of DVDs are they kind of have to have menus. So otherwise you'll just, just play one thing. I mean, some things don't, but I think it's generally just seen that DVDs have menus. They're not VHS tapes. They're designed to be interactive. Anyway, what would the point be of an uninteractive menu? Would that just be like a menu that it would just it would do just, things for you? It would you? just be, it just have the word play and it would just play the movie and once we finish, we'd go back to the menu and then we'd just start playing again. <laughs> or it'd be like, um, it'd be like, it'd be like, I have no mouth and I must scream. So it does what, it does its own thing, but you can only watch type of thing. Yeah. So like, you're trying to flick a remote control, but it has a mind of its own. <laughs> I have a remote, and yet I must not be able to play the film. It just wants me to change the language to French. So, yeah, I think that's on, on that.
bombshell, literally, because a bomb just went off in Tom's game. <laughs> I think that's possibly the end of the first episode of whatever we're going to call this. That's my favourite name, whatever we're going to call this. Bone and Tom's, whatever we're going to call this. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I wanted to call it um, Bone and Tom's Wonderful Podcast, but I don't think you're going to let me do that, are you? I... I... Bleh. So... <laughs> So yeah, um, this brings us to an end, I think. So, we... so fortunately, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I'm still gonna be here for a little bit, so we'll just be playing last. Um, so yeah, thank you for watching and listening. And believe me, how you've listened for one uh, for half an hour is quite something. Most of you probably haven't, but for those of you who have, well done. For those of you who stuck to the end um, of us dawdling through Fargo, talking about Earth Year 2066. Listen to me ramble on about good films. Your reward is nothing. And, yeah, your reward is, well, there will be hopefully you, be another one. This you'll is, get to watch some more of it. Yeah, Listen. I mean, this is a pilot. This is just a pilot episode. Well, I mean, yeah, I think there'll definitely be more episodes than this because this has gone really well. I mean, if it was a complete disaster, then it would just be one episode. But this has gone surprisingly well. So, shall we end it here? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to end it mid-sentence or anything.